Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. It's right, the Masters class. And we have our Masters of the Ring, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Mark Henry. Gentlemen, how are you today? Wonderful. Man, doing good, man. Happy, 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 happy New Year. Good. What's going on over there? All right. It's good that you're good. What's going on over there? And I think we have a very good topic for today because we just started out 2023. Here we are just finishing up week number one of the new year. And I think we have a good topic, which is who is going to dominate in 2023? We're going to look at the women in the world. What? What is the, what's the matter? You, you gave me Dominate? I thought we were doing like a breakthrough, a breakout star. It's going to be there. Yeah. Or something like that. Now it's I, dominate. Now you change I, the whole I, podcast. I, speci- I specifically told you. Before you can't even we, say specifically. We, it's true. I slur my words at times. I specifically. Specifically ocean. Continue. I specifically. Sorry said before the show that this is not breakout star it's going to be i said like in the male division the women's division and the tag team division who is going this is going to be their year 2023 is going to be their year i clearly said that before we started recording today okay i thought to be honest i thought it was breakout as well and there you have it Hey, throw your pen So again, maybe you Dave, should learn how to steer your ship, it, Dave. You got to flick it at the camera. You got to flick the pen. Scott Austin. Hey, Gabby, I'll let you be since you're producing today because Paul's sure. out for whatever God knows what reason. Who knows? Gabby, like what was the specific instructions you gave Tommy, Mark, and Bully for today? I will. I have it in writing if you want me to read please, it. Please, please yeah, read it. it. Read it. Please I got it. it, too. If you want to read me, I can read it. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. So for the Masters class tomorrow, we're going to have all of you pick a male wrestler, a female wrestler, and a tag team that you think 2023 will be their year. Please come prepared with all your picks. I think it will be fun to start the new year with the podcast. Thank you, guys. See you all then. Mark Henry. Okay. Thumbs awesome. Up. I Bubba. usually sound Dominate. Really excited when I send a text. But Dominate. Is- Yes. So once again, for for those who weren't paying attention, <laughs> two out uh, of four. So we're gonna go we're, for since we're starting off the new year a weekend. Who is going to dominate? It's gonna be their year. Two thousand and twenty three is gonna be their year. We'll look at the males. We'll look at the females, and then we'll look at the tag teams as well. 
You, are you cool with that, Bully? That's good, but I'm changing my picks now. All right, then you know what? We'll st- we're not going to start. I was going to start with you, but I'm going to give you a little time since you didn't do your homework. You know, I'll give you a little time, a little extra time. Why don't you go off to the library, finish your assignment, then come back, and then you could go. Suck it. <laughs> so, so Mark, uh, in the men's division, 2023 is going to be whose year in the men's division? Man, uh, Dave, it's, it's, it's hard for me because um, I, I'm looking at momentum and I'm looking at how well people, the people that I'm picking, uh, improved over their career so mm-hmm. far. And, and so far, there's been young careers because all the people that I'm picking, you know who they are, but they're still young in the business. And my male star would be Ricky Starks. Uh, nobody closed the year as strong as Ricky Starks when it comes to uh, how he built himself, how emotionally he got the fans invested. And he went from being this arrogant heel, look at me guy, to uh, a guy that's emotional, a guy that uh, leaves it out there in the ring, and a guy that went toe-to-toe with the number one promo guy in pro wrestling today. So, like, the momentum, I would say Ricky Starks. Okay. Uh, in the in the new year, but but I just have to say that he cannot play the fence. He can't play the fence. He can't be a tweener and be the best guy. He's going to have to uh, become a fan favorite or become the heel, this disgusting low life that MJF and Bully are in 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 the pro wrestling industry. And that's going to be hard Mark, to do. What, hold on, excuse me for one second, Dave. Mark, why did you say he can't play the fence? When have we seen Ricky be a heel? He's on he's on a massive babyface trajectory right now. Well, he was a yeah, heel I mean, when he was as of part now, of team but he, his prior to that, he's been a heel. Yeah. But for the past year, he's been a babyface, no? Riding the fence. You can't yep. go back and forth. He went back and forth more than Big Show. In the past year? Yeah. At the beginning of this year, him and him and Hobbs were heels. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, him and Hobbs. You're right. Yep, I got you. And then yep. when at the end of the year, like a mm-hmm. little bit over halfway, he turned uh, Starks uh, got turned on by Hobbs. So then he became this, you know, you know, beat up the other guys, but him and Hobbs had their issue. And then it went away, and they moved, both moved on, and he became this emotional, I want to be good. I want to avenge the Avenger. I'm a re-Avenger. Like, he just he started to do his own thing. So I, I, I look at him as if he stays on this trajectory as a babyface and, and being a, a man of the people, then, yeah, he's going to have the best year of anybody. Wow. Okay. So for you, Ricky Starks, Tommy, what about you? All right. Well, I kind of was thinking differently um, just because I you, I understand you're saying dominant. Uh, I thought this would be their year in the sense of like, and this is my interpretation, they do better than in 2022. 
and that's uh, a hard thing to do because your answer for everybody should just be Roman Reigns. And I don't think Roman Reigns is going to lose the title throughout the entire year. That's if I'm talking dominance. And we're just talking men, and we're talking about uh, 2022 had amazing momentum and then cut short, but we saw one of the most amazing performances we've seen in a long, long time. And I think uh, 2023, he will make it his bitch, and that is Cody. Cody Rhodes, I think his comeback is long overdue, and I think he is going to dominate and be the main eventer that he's wanted to be in the WWE because he's a main eventer in AEW. But I think in 2023, Cody Rhodes, it's his do-or-die year because if he doesn't get elevated to that next status, then he's going to be exactly where he was when he left WWE. But this is like whatever momentum he had, it got cut short, and he's got to work even harder to get to where he wants to be. And that's obviously, you know, either the a main event run with Roman Reigns. I mean, he straight up said it. And and I agree with you because my pick is Cody as well. But I actually think Cody Rhodes is going to win uh, the championship in 2023. Uh, we still are not 100% sure that The Rock is coming back for WrestleMania in LA. As far as I see right now, from what I'm seeing on weekly WWE programming, especially the vignettes that we've been seeing now on Monday night raw, I think Cody is going to be facing Roman reigns at WrestleMania. And to me, it's family versus family. It's that Samoan dynasty, that bloodline against uh, a young boy, seeing his dad never able to capture that WWF championship and he's going to live that dream for his father. And I really do feel in 2023, we're going to see Cody raise that championship above his head. And it may be at WrestleMania. So I think 2023 is Cody's year. What about you, bully? Well, I agree with Tommy. And if you, if it is going to be Cody's year, it has to be this year. If not this year, I think Tommy's right. We're going to get, I don't think Cody goes back to where he was when he first left the WWE. I think he just stays at what he was before he got injured, which was definitely considerably elevated from when he left the WWE, but not the spot that he wants to be in. When we first, when I first heard about the master's class today, I looked at this more as a breakout and I told you I was going to change my mind. So I want to give an honorable mention to who I think will have a breakout year for the men. And that's hook hook, very young, very talented, getting over very organically saying very, very little. It's a very old school way of doing it and it's working and it's no surprise because the guy in hooks corner is his dad, Taz and Taz knows what he's doing. He knows how to get over and thus is instilling some good knowledge into, into hook. And what I've seen so far, I really like, this is a guy that when they flash his graphic up on the screen, 
gets a pop from the live audience. That says a lot to me. As far as 2023 being somebody's year, I'm going with Austin Theory. I like the new Austin Theory. I like the more serious version of Austin Theory. I think the match that he's the, the matches that he's been having lately have been really, really strong, especially the one that he recently had with Seth Rollins. I think he is a future champion a guy that is liked backstage a guy that from what i understand is constantly trying to learn and improve kid looks phenomenal as booker t would say hell of a body on that kid that was a mix between stone cold and booker t right there <laughs> but yeah austin theory is oh uh, yeah is my choice for uh breakout of 2023 and it's funny, Bully, because here we are in 2023 already, and he had that match with Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw in the main event, which he won and defended that United States Championship. And I think he's already done wonders with the United States Championship. I think he's actually elevated that United States Championship in a lot of ways. So, you know, it's not a bad pick at all. All right, Mark, uh, for you. Dave, uh, doesn't he remind you of the, of the Austin Theory that we saw at NXT, the black and gold, before he came over? Even, even, even more so. Like I, I, I think yeah. the, I think the Austin Theory we're seeing right now to begin this year is the best that we've ever seen him, including uh, in NXT. Mark, Good who pick, do you brother. have for for women for two thousand twenty three? You know, man, I, I'm I'm gonna stay in the mold of AEW because uh, one, I get to see everything up close and personal. Not to mention, as Bully mentioned. Uh, just listen to the crowd. Let the crowd pick who they feel like is the one. And Jamie Hayter is that one. Uh, you you have Britt Baker music play, and you play Jamie Hayter music, boom, it's louder than Britt's. So if, if, if Britt is the uh, principal female wrestler at AEW, and then you play Jamie Hayter's music and hers is louder, then who's really the principal? And she's the champ. You know, it's crazy, Mark, because me and, you know, whenever I'm talking with Dave, sometimes I could care less about what I see on my screen as opposed to what I hear coming out of my screen. How many times have you guys seen a, a, a wrestler, a worker, a talent go in there and do a bunch of moves, but you don't hear a response from the audience? Case in point, on the flip side... Somebody goes in the ring and doesn't do one move at all, but gets a massive reaction. That's when you know you're truly over. And the entrance tells you everything. And Jamie Hayter is getting one hell of a reaction when her music hits. That AEW yeah. fan base is really getting behind her. Big time. And, and I'm and I'm wondering, Mark, do you think in 2023 we're going to see that relationship between Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter dissolve because I really feel like if if that happens the the reaction for Jamie Hayter is going to be even bigger than it is right now yeah but but what what would be the biggest Jamie Hayter uh Britt causing Jamie Hayter to, to lose and then Britt taking the title and then Jamie taking it from Britt that is where you start to build when you start talking about money. It, it, it's not just always about what we like as fans and what, what we want to cheer for. 
Uh, it is a business too. So you, you want to elevate both characters and put them in a position where it's going to make money for that company. And I think that's where the money is, is seeing Jamie Hayter uh, beat Britt Baker for a title rather than it be the other way around or her hold the title and face Britt Baker and for a battle of supremacy. Who gives a shit about a battle of supremacy? I want money. Tommy, Truth. who you got? I have a whole lot to ask, um, but I don't want to sidetrack us. Uh, if anyone wants to really understand what Bully was talking about, go back and watch John Cena's return on SmackDown at the end of the year. Tackle, tackle, duck, move, duck, move. You can't see me double punch. End of the match. Think and and this is we, we actually we actually spoke about this, Dave, last Tuesday when we uh, when. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Last Monday. No, I'm sorry. Last Tuesday. It doesn't matter. It was no, it was last bro- Tuesday. But here's why, bully. Because and and I know it's an unfair comparison, but it's a comparison nonetheless. You know, we saw Becky Lynch, who's one of the biggest stars in the WWE right now. She's involved in the tag match. She's on the apron, and she actually has to turn to the crowd and start clapping to get the fans involved because the fans were completely out of the match and they were sitting on their hands and she was clapping to get the, to get the crowd going, go back to that past Friday with John Cena on the apron. He wasn't doing anything. And that crowd was chanting. We want Cena. And I think that's the deafening loud. Yes. Deafening. We want Cena. And I think that's an example of what you're talking about, Tommy and bully. And another thing, another thing that John did that not enough guys and gals understand is the art of working the apron you see too many wrestlers turn to the crowd and chase the hug and ask the crowd to respond john doesn't ask the crowd to respond he cheers towards his partner thus the crowd lives Thus, the crowd lives vicariously through John, and now you want to (laughs) chant with John as opposed to because he's asking you to do it. It is a lost, lost art form that very few understand. Baby faces don't ask. Baby faces earn. It's real simple. Uh, And I was going to get a hole into the nation, if how the nation broke up, because I didn't remember, but I don't want to sidetrack us anymore. Um, because of Mark's pick with Jamie uh, Hader, which I love. And the crowd definitely chose her. And the fact that they didn't right away break the group up will make it even more money if that ever happens. Uh, my pick for woman of uh, 2023 is Mercedes Monet, because we all have experienced this. Once you leave the WWE, there's doubt. There's little battles like oh i can make it on my own it's uncertainty it's not getting that great paycheck every week there's a lot to it and how she went about it you know her recent debut this woman is a star she has other projects going on and if she ever wanted to return back to wwe like she's literally at her age i don't know how old she is i believe she's still very very young can call her shot in the wrestling industry If she wanted to go to AEW, cool, Tony Khan. How much are you going to pay me? What am I doing? If she wanted to show up in the Royal Rumble, 
to me, and I said it on the air, if I'm not winning it, there's no reason it would be a step back for her. Zero. Zero and reason. Like, you need to win it and then main event WrestleMania. Done. That's it. That's my only reason for, for going back. She's on the path of a Chris Jericho, of a Brock Lesnar. Left WWE, reinvented themselves, and became bigger stars. And whether she wants to go back or not, it's just, but she's in control of her own destiny, which a lot of wrestlers don't get to experience. Hence why I feel this will be her year. Tommy, if Mercedes does not go to AEW, does she, does she achieve the level of superstardom you're talking about? Uh, Yes. She achieves whatever she stays she does. in New Japan and do, does New Japan and shimmer and becomes as big of a star as you're referring to. AEW will help her. She's helping AEW. Think of like when China went to New Japan, she was still a big star. Um, and she could have gone well, she couldn't have gone back to WWE, but like even when she went back to Impact for a short period of time, like it was big, a big deal. She's a big deal in the industry, no matter what she does. But like I'm saying, she gets how many people get to call their own shots at the age that she does? I Tommy, mean, she, honestly, dude, you can besides the Mandalorian, she could ride the friggin' autograph route and make a, a boatload of cash where I don't have to go out and take bumps. She loves wrestling. She loves her. She has an amazing resume and she's just adding to her resume. Out her resume is important as it relates to what she has already done with all the women, all the female talent at WWE. Now, if she, AEW would be the best place, and I'm not being a pitch man. I say that because of the, of the forbidden door. Not only could she come in and establish herself against the best AEW women's wrestlers, then she could, do, she could still work Japan. She can she can still wrestle Mickey James. She would be able to do that. And which would be like Chris Jericho. Chris Chris was going back and forth to Japan early in this the first two years of AEW because he was they were cultivating the fan bases from every company. And that's what she would be able to do at AEW. She don't have to go back to like you said, it would be a step back. For her not to go to WWE and and win the Rumble and then main event WrestleMania. Anything less than her main event at WrestleMania is a step back. Other than joining AEW and being able to have her pick of the litter. And, and Dave and Mark and Tommy will understand this. The true greats in any division, whether that's a singles, uh, you know, a singles, a tag, yada, yada. In my opinion, if you don't do it all over the world in every major company, you can never be considered one of the greatest A to world ever do champion. it. Because to truly conquer every company is very difficult. Now, who does who do we always compare Sasha to? Charlotte. Charlotte's a 14-time WWE women's champion, right? 
Yes. But she's never done it anyplace else. Now, one pe- some people would say, well, if she's doing it in the WWE and making that kind of ungodly money, why go anywhere else? And then there's the others which, you know, would say, hey, unless you go every place else and win gold every place else, are you truly the greatest to do it? Sasha has an opportunity, as Tommy and Mark were saying, to go to New Japan and do it, to go to AEW and do it. Hell, show up in Impact and do it. You, she's a five-time or whatever she is, five, six, seven-time WWE Women's Champion. If she can pick up the IWG Women's Championship, the AEW Women's Championship, the Impact Women's Championship, now she is catapulted into the conversation of the greatest of all time. And then, and then, bully, the argument would be, if you and I were arguing whether it was Charlotte or Sasha and you were taking Sasha Mercedes Monet right now, you go, like, all right, yeah, yeah, Dave, Charlotte, you know, 14-time, and who knows, 16-time women's chip, but it's in that bubble of the WWE. But look what Sasha did. She went to Japan. She went to AEW, and then who knows, eventually came back to the WWE. It's going to be very, very difficult uh, to beat that resume. All right, for me, uh, for a woman, uh, I have Zoe Stark, and I understand Zoe Ooh. Stark is still with NXT. But, man, I look at that NXT women's division, and it's a strong division in NXT. Zoe Stark is by far the best athlete, the best wrestler that's in that division right now. And I actually think they need to make the move as soon as possible. And she's put gotta her, go. She's got to go to the main roster. I think they need yeah. somebody like that that's that, that, that's that good. But they also need depth on the rosters on SmackDown and Monday Night Raw. So and so they my, just lost one. Yes, and so I, I think it's for me, uh, Mark and Bully. It's Zoe Stark. What do you got, Bully? And Dave, I'm just going to follow it up because my uh, choice is Zoe Stark also. And here's why Zoe Stark is my choice. I want you to go back and listen to the very first episode of Busted Open after. Zoe Stark's first match on NXT and see what I say about her. I was so impressed with Zoe Stark after her first match that I I think I put her over and I said, this girl is going to do something. She's going to be somebody. I was so impressed with her athletic ability and her poise. And she was losing almost every outing in the beginning. Uh, I don't know if she's a little bit injury prone, if that's true, who knows? But I think if she stays healthy, she continues to move forward and she can definitely, I think Zoe at this very moment is better than 90% of the women on Raw and SmackDown. Wow. Wow. Bully, uh, you, you did that show before I was doing Fridays back then rather than Monday. And I remember hearing you and Dave and being pissed that I couldn't be a part of that. Because <laughs> the first time I saw her, I was like, when you go back and listen to your show on, I guess it was Tuesday or Wednesday, and then you listen to me on Friday, I was like, hey, man, who the hell was that? She live. Right. I, I just I just kept gushing about her because you can see what she is. And she tough. And, and and it's not just the toughness. It's she's probably one of the most balanced female wrestlers in the world of any company. 
when it comes to work rate, how tough she is, how aggressive her style is, her ability to do multiple things. If she wants to flip and fly, she could do it. But she's an old school Matt Russell. She remind me of Jazz. Mm. To be honest, she she just she just does more things than Jazz did. Jazz didn't have to do a lot of stuff. She I so thought you were gonna go with Miss Jackie when it came to toughness. Not that Jazz isn't tough. T- toughness, toughness. You can put either one of those. You can flip a coin and they both got heads. Yeah, you were mean as shit. And and could wrestle men and look just as aggressive and just as tough. And I think that Zoe is on her way to being that. And you know what? The other thing, and she showed it in 2022, she could be a baby face that you believe in and get behind and cheer. And she could be the most hated heel, which she is right now in NXT. All right, Mark, uh, tag team for 2023. Man, I got to go with who's, like I said, you know, money money is a is a big part of uh, of, of what I see in the future. And uh, you look on every program, I saw uh, the security at WWE take a pair of scissors out of the crowd at a, uh, at a Raw show. And I said, why? Let the people have their fun. The acclaimed are selling merch and people are taking the merch everywhere. Because they respect their claim. And if their claim is able to make money and they're able to not only have these great matches with with teams like FTR and and, 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 and all of the other brands, then I can see them doing it really big this year. Um, let them draw that money. Let them make that, make that money for the company. And that's only going to be good for them uh, internationally. All right, Tommy, what do you got? Uh, I would agree with Mark about the acclaim. The only thing that's going to stop the acclaim is the acclaim, and they got to be careful about that. Mm. Um, and that's with their rap. That's tell, the only tell me, thing. Tell me that rap. Yep. He's a wrong line away from being you know, canceled. Something. Anyway, uh, going back, and, and I do, and they're an amazing pick. Uh, I look at again dominance. Kind of same what I said with Roman with the Usos. Though I do think the Usos will lose the title this year, here's my problem. I don't know who that is. And how the acclaim got formed is a great example of an act that got over organically. I don't know if that tag team exists. I don't have a tag team that's going to take over. (laughs) Um, In the sense of who could it be? I mean, I think this could be the year that the bloodline breaks up. And I, I just don't think that team is out there. If you think about the success in AEW they had with Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, the the success they have with the acclaimed, they were kind of people that were put together by, you know, chance or they weren't do, being used properly. Um, I could see a Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn come back together, but I don't know if that team exists. If I'm a wrestler struggling to get over in either WWE roster or AEW. I look to find that other person. You have this. I have that. We need to come together. That's kind of like, I don't know if that person exists. The acclaimed is a fabulous answer. And yes, I agree with it, but they're already the hottest act. And I don't want to see them get cooled off, but I don't know if that 
breakout character for the next, you know, tag team for 2023 exists right now. I would have loved to say toxic attraction, but I don't think so. Uh, it, it, it's weird. Like I've, I've seriously, I thought about this very, very long and hard to say who could it be, and then I'm just like, mm, I don't know. And it's pretty funny because the joke is we share the same fat brain, despite the fact that we can't stand each other right now. But I don't have a tag team either. And for every choice that there is in my mind, there's a counterpoint to it. And unfortunately, the counterpoint for all of the teams that I can come up with are the same. You see, what the Usos need doesn't exist in the WWE right now. And that's a legendary tag team. What FTR needs doesn't exist in the world right now, which is a legendary tag team, which what the acclaim needs in the world is, is a legendary tag team. I'm going to, I, I'm going to go with FTR, but what FTR needs is that other team in the worst way. One of the best things that could happen to FTR, I believe if, if Matt and Jeff get back together, a program, with Matt and Jeff, and I see Mark and Tommy shaking their heads. That's the legendary tag team it. that FTR needs. And uh, you know what? If Devon was healthy, um, not that he's not healthy, but if Devon can wrestle, I would say that FTR would need a team like the Dudleys also. To somebody that they can work up to, a, you know, credible tag teams that they can get in the ring with. It doesn't matter who wins and who loses. It just ups their, uh, ups their credibility and ups their game. Uh, FTR have won, you know, championships all over the planet, the IWGP, the, the, the triple a, the ring of honor, but they had, did they win the AEW championships recently? No, I don't believe so. Correct. No, they no, lost their title so. shot to the acclaim. No, they lost. Okay. And a team that I'd like to put in there too, but it never seems to happen for them is the Briscoes. So, like, all of those teams have the potential to have breakout years in 2023. But as far as a brand-new team, an up-and-coming team, a team that we haven't heard from before, it doesn't exist right now. No, you would almost have to guess. And, and that's kind of like what mine is, because I, I, I threw out the House of Black. I'd like to see Brody King and Malachi Black do some special things. Maybe there's somebody that could go up against the acclaim possibly win but again are they going to go in that direction or are they going to keep house of black at trios you know i really don't know but but again when it comes to tag team i think you're right because mark your pick is a really good one but they claimed are already champions they're there you know what's 2023 going to be for them it is a bit of a question mark bully i love what you said you about the brisket. my opinion no and, it's, and I, I gave you my opinion of what i think is going to be hot in 23 i agree yeah, and I and I agree because and and they and but you think about it, 2022 was a really good year for the acclaimed. So you know, I'd love for them to take that next step. Um, and then, bully, you mentioned the Briscoes, but I don't know if Briscoes are ever going to be on that platform where they're going to get the the respect that I think they 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 deserve at this point in their careers. And you talk about the acclaimed. You know, the acclaimed remind me of of Road Dog and Billy. You know, Road Dog and Billy had the Road Warriors. That was the legendary team that Road Dog and Billy got to, to work with. When the Dudleys came in, we got to work with Road Dog and Billy. That's who elevated us. Unfortunately, there isn't that. The only legendary team still out there is Matt and Jeff. Unless I'm missing somebody. 
uh, they work in separate companies, but Edge and Christian. But no, I'm just trying to stay on track yes. of what a I real possibility is. Matt and Jeff are the only legitimate legendary team still left that could possibly do something together. And FTR can benefit from that. The Usos could benefit. I'm not the Usos. FTR could benefit from that. The Acclaimed could benefit from that. The Briscoes could benefit from that. I agree. I agree with on that end. And I, I agree with Mark that I think the acclaimed may get a little bit bigger as far as like the merch. And like you were saying, money wise, this could be a big year in 2023. All right. You know what? You know what to do. Go to at busted open radio on Twitter. Go to at busted open radio SXM on Instagram. Tell us your picks who you think is going to dominate in 2023. As always, please subscribe. It's free. Uh, you know, subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast. Make sure you listen. Tell your friends. Let them know. And even if you already listen to us on SiriusXM, Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. to noon, we have exclusive content right here on the Busted Open Podcast that you can't get anywhere else. Also, while you're at it, go to podswag.com slash busted open for all Busted Open merchandise and listen to us live 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Also, the replay at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.